Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Niching Compass. I am Allegra Stein. So glad you're here. Today, I am sharing with you a bit of a rant. It is unfiltered, unedited. It is my very first take, so I didn't record it multiple times, even though I kind of wanted to, but I thought, no, I got to just give you give you the raw goods. It is my take on what I call the coaching industrial complex, which is a phrase I've been using a lot over the past couple of months and which I have developed a pretty strong point of view about. And that's really all I'm doing is sharing my point of view. It's going to resonate with some of you. Some of you may be like, yeah, that's not my jam. And that's totally cool. But if you find yourself drawn to it, or you have a response or an insight comes up from you, I would love to hear from you. You can use the button. If you're you're listening on Anchor, there's a button below to send me a voice message. My email is in the show notes. And um, yeah, I'm just going to lay it out there. Here we go. Hey there. So I thought it was important to try and capture what I mean by the coaching industrial complex. It's a phrase I've been using over the past couple of months. And I really wanted to get down what I mean by it. And it feels a bit challenging because it's not a particular person or program or tool or thing. It's more like a fog bank (laughs) that I think rolls into the experience of every new coach and seasoned coach alike that pretty much says, hey, if you want to be a coach, if you want to start coaching, first you must blank, fill in the blank. I'm sure something came to mind when I posed that question to my community. I hear things like, well, first you got to pick a niche. That's the big one. Or you've got to build a website, set up your brand, figure out funnels, create Facebook ads, develop a program, get your branding set up, Don't forget your email list and your content and social media and start building followers because then if you can figure out the copywriting and how to, you know, persuade and learn and sell, then you can start coaching. And here's the thing. Coaching, as I see it, is essentially a conversation that you're having with another human being where you are bringing your tools and gifts and strengths in service of their transformation and insight. You are showing up for this other person saying, hey, I'm going to wear whatever hat needs to be worn right now in service of your growth, right? That's what coaching is. It's a conversation. It's a relationship between you and one other person. And then maybe one other different person, one person at a time. I don't know when creating those kinds of relationships became so complicated, When a coach says to me, oh, how do I start coaching? What I hear is, how do I have a conversation with a human in service of their goals and dreams? And the the narrative, the message out there from the coaching industrial complex is, you know how you do that? By figuring out everything but coaching. That's another phrase I use. And it means all of this other stuff that actually has nothing to do with the art, the craft the practice of developing our skills as a coach. If you told me you wanted to play tennis, I would say, great, let's go hit some tennis balls. You want to become a piano player? Better sit down at the piano. 
You want to you want to be a baker? Let's get into the kitchen and get lots of ingredients and figure out what recipes you like and burn a lot of stuff and taste a lot of stuff and let's just try and play until you develop the skills and the confidence and the clarity around your baking so that you can go open a bakery that feels really cool and sustainable and aligned and like who you are. The coaching industrial complex puts forth a different order. It says, hey, you want to be a coach? Let's build a coaching business. Pick a niche, set up your stuff, and then you can do it. And it's like it's like building a skyscraper on a toothpick because you don't yet have the experience. You haven't yet seen how your unique gifts can show up in service of another human being. You haven't tried things and failed and figured it out and reflected and experimented and played. And yet you are being told to set up these systems and figure out all of this other stuff and pick a niche for forever and build your business so that uh, it's just baffling to me. And listen, this is coming off of my own experience in this space. I've been coaching for over eight years now. And I will never forget coming out of my coaching certification like a newly hatched hit, a newly hatched chick, you know, wide eyed going, all right, I'm ready. I'm a coach now. Now what? Right? I hear that. Now what? And immediately being bombarded with these messages like, oh, cool. Now you need to build your coaching business. And here's a program. Just pay a few thousand bucks for this program and we will teach you how to build your coaching practice. And reflecting on it now, what they were teaching me was everything but coaching. And man, I would hold myself to some pretty, you know, I thought that was the way. I thought that there was some special secret way. And if I just figured it and stuck to the, figured it out and stuck to the plan that I would quote unquote be successful, whatever that means, because it means different things to different people. And I never could quite figure it out. I never quite stuck to the game plan. I always wanted to try new ideas and, you know, turn to a different niche and play and experiment and test things out. And and I would do that. But behind the scenes, I was like, oh, man, I'm going against, you know, shoot, I should I'm, I'm supposed to stick to this plan that I just invested in learning about. But I kind of want to go on this adventure over here or try this on for size. You know, the coaching industrial complex wasn't creative enough for me. I see that now. I see that now. It didn't take into account and it doesn't take into account that each one of you has your own unique set of work preferences, right? You are not all cut out for the same job. You all have your own strengths and values and skills and interests and personality and quirks and lifestyle. That's not taken into account with the coaching industrial complex. It wants to tell you, hey, here's a proven system. Here's a 10 steps to success. To which I say, a proven system for who? Successful for who? Because it's not just about the success. It's about whether it's aligned and sustainable and fun and comes naturally to you. And don't get me wrong. I'm not against hard work. But it's one thing to like work hard on something that you feel really energized and aligned to. It's another thing to feel like you're gritting your teeth. Or like you're trying to fit a round peg into a square hole. Or what is it? Square peg into a round hole. 
which is what it can feel like for a lot of coaches. The coaches who I work with say to me, God, I just wish I could be more creative or this isn't a fit for me or I feel like I'm in a factory or I don't want to become another coaching clone. Those are those are words that have been shared to me with the coaches that I enjoy working with because I am trying to put this message out that there is no one right way. There's no one right way to be a coach or build a practice, but there is a right way for you. And the coaching industrial complex kind of, it has the order mixed up. It puts the business of coaching before the gifts of the coach and the, and the craft of the work of our art. Artists work hard. They practice and they refine and they make mistakes and they try again. And I believe that's what, that's how we build our coaching muscles, right? It, it's simple, but it's not easy. And again, this idea that there's some fast track to success. I'm more of like, a hey, let's kind of go slow and steady so you can create something sustainable that you are confident in, that is built on your experience, on your willingness to get out there and have conversations with people and apply your craft and get feedback and and learn through doing and not complicating it with all of this other stuff. Now, I have to say, I don't have an issue with business building practices or marketing or those tools that can help us grow our work. Of course, I believe that there are some incredible teachers and ideas and philosophies like I I love them too and I study those things. Again, it's the order in which those those ideas are brought into the narrative and into the experience that coaches are having. First, the coach. Figure out who you are. What are your gifts? How do you like to work? What are your unique strengths, values, skills, interests, lifestyle, quirks, interests, all of that stuff? Let's start with that because you've got that from the beginning. You've got that going in. Then let's bring attention to your coaching, to the having a conversation with people and talking and, and practicing and learning through the doing. And after you've got that, right, it's kind of the equivalent of the baker just baking their butts off for a while, like just baking and knowing, oh, I've got it down. I'm ready. Then, then let's bring in the ideas around how to turn that into a coaching practice in a coaching business, whatever you want to call it, self-employed, freelancer, entrepreneur. Let's bring it in when you have that. I don't know. It's like, um, putting some meat on the bones, you know? It just makes things so much more fun. Yeah. And I I just, I want to, I'm just driven by this mission to help simplify and align and celebrate how different we are and not pretend that there is one right way to be doing this and that there's some proven system that's the right fit for everybody. And that if you can't figure it out, it's because there's something wrong with you. I'm tired of that. Coaching, I believe, is one of the most creative places we can play. You can just create so much cool stuff, experiences. I wish you could see me. My hands are up. I'm just so, I'm so passionate about this. And yeah, it's just one of the most creative places we can play and be ourselves and try things and 
and bring our gifts to other people. And I don't want, again, this, this fog bank, this amorphous coaching industrial complex message to overwhelm or confuse or take you off track from, from really what is a beautiful thing that you want to do for other people. So that's what I got. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for listening. And there you have it. My take on the coaching industrial complex. I just want to put out there again that I'm just here sharing my point of view based on my own experience on the things that I see and hear from coaches every day. And I hope you find it helpful. Again, please don't hesitate to reach out with your questions, with your insights. On the Anchor app, you can send me a voice memo or you can email me. My address is in the show notes, as well as details about Misfit to Maverick, which is the community for coaches that I'm building that is very much in alignment with what I shared with you today and is bringing all of that theory and philosophy into the work and into the community that I'm building for all of you. Uh, Thank you so much for being here. If there's a coach you know who could use a message like the one I shared today, please feel free to pass this along. Thanks for any reviews or ratings you're willing to give the podcast. And I will see you next time.